Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Liberty Lunch Break, the topic du jour from Off the Wire. I am your host, Noel Olin, a.k.a. the Cajun Libertarian. Now, as you can see, I am wearing my Beats by Shroot shirt that my wife got me for like Christmas, like several years ago, just to acknowledge the fact that three, four of my favorite shows um, are The Office, Parks and Recreations, Family Guy, and you guessed it, South Park. Anyway, let's move on. So we have a couple of topics to cover today. Why? Because they're interesting, right? That's why. And we like to have fun here, and I hope you have fun on this channel. This show is exploding unbelievably. Now, I was supposed to take this week off, take a break, because I am feeling some burnout. That is a very real thing, and it happens to the best of us. Regardless of how well a show is doing, uh, when you have an actual job, not just recording news or political topics or otherwise, yeah, it, it gets to you. And so, um, yeah, I'm supposed to take a break this week. <laughs> but I did say that I would probably record a few lunch shows just because of the simple fact that I like and enjoy hanging out with y'all. Period. End of the story. That's it. Literally it. I like producing content for you. I like your responses. I like your engagement. Therefore, please go like, share, subscribe. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter. Oh, Facebook just crushed my account again. One strike for a Bin Laden meme that wasn't even a violation. I literally stole it off of Facebook. And I get the strike. A page with 33,000 followers. Over 33,000. Remarkable. Yeah, they, it just, they, they were waiting. They were foaming at the mouth for any chance to crush my influence and my reach once again, as always. But, you know, whatever. You can follow me on Twitter. That account is exploding. You can follow me on YouTube. Please subscribe. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that crap. Yeah. You know, there's other ways. There's other ways to get this message and this show out there. Make no mistake. Word of mouth. Your promotion. Still, by far, the biggest impact on small businesses. And this is, in fact, a small business. So. If you would like, I would love for you to help me out. If you don't want to, great. But please comment, like, share, subscribe, all that crap. Moving on. What are the topic du jours? Actually, we have a couple of them today. The first one is just very funny, uh, and we're not going to spend very much time on it whatsoever. Yingling Brewery appears to take a swipe at Bud Light on social media, and it's a viral hit. And that's fun. <laughs> Look, I still, still continue to advocate, even though I don't drink, but it's just disgusting. You know, drinking beer on a regular occasion, like a lot of beer, like a six to 12 pack, horrible for you. Don't do that. You know, I, at most, I might drink like two or three beers. That's about it. But um, yeah, don't drink beer. And if you do drink beer, don't drink Bud Light just because of 
the fact that we need to send a message to these companies. And I'm not even a conservative, but the vast majority of the consumers of Bud Light are conservatives. That is their core audience. So I don't care necessarily about that. What I do care about is sending a message to these corporations that if you're going to betray your core audience, you will feel an impact. I would do the same thing for something like Starbucks. You know, if they just all of a sudden abandon their left wing principles. Then the left should make them feel it. Do not allow these companies to become victor, uh, we'll say advocates on behalf of some sort of globalist agenda just because they don't fear your impact. Left, right, doesn't matter. Whatever it is, you make them feel it. Continue the boycott of Bud Light. Make them feel it. Make them hurt. Deliver the pain. And that's why I'm talking about this. Uh, really, more so that it's just funny. All right. The second article is a couple uses guillotine to, I guess we'll say, unalive themselves in sacrificial fire ritual. This is an absolutely disturbing story, but we have to talk about it because, oh, my God, this is a wild story. Both are extremely short. Stick with me. We are here for the lunch break, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Also, if you are interested and you want to help carry this extraordinary message that we call liberty and freedom, well, I have two spots available for sponsorship. You can contact me. You can DM me on the Facebook page. If we follow each other on Twitter, you can DM me there, or you can send me an email at thecajunlibertarian at gmail.com. Let me know. A lot of people have been benefiting from said sponsorship. So let's get into it. Again, the headline, Yingling Brewery appears to take a swipe at Bud Light on social media, and it's a viral hit. Let's look at the tweet as we get started. I've got so many freaking photos and videos downloaded. Here it is. Yingling, the oldest brewery in America, independently owned and family operated since 1829. Because we make good beer. <laughs> well, they, they're not wrong, right? If you're contrasting and comparing the, 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 the nature and sustenance of what is good or not beer, good or not good beer, then, yeah. <laughs> Yingling is a much better beer than Bud Light. Bud Light is piss water. I don't know why you guys are drinking it anyway. I don't drink that crap. It's horrible. It's horrible for you. It's horrible for your spiritual relationship. It's horrible for your gut system. Horrible for your brain. And even if you like beer... Even if you like drinking a six-pack to 12-pack a night, I highly discourage you doing that. It's a garbage beer. It's piss water. So you should have been boycotting it anyway just because it's utter trash. It's basically just beer. It's, it's beer for poor people. I heard somebody else say, I don't remember who I heard saying this. It's, it's, it's beer for poor white people. Like, bro, what? Do you hang around any black or 
people or Mexicans or anybody of any other race at all. Like, Bud Light transcends race. Anyway, I won't get into that because this is too funny. This is from The Blaze. Both articles are from The Blaze. The reason being is because I subscribe to their free newsletter and I get a lot of content from them. Most of it is very unbiased, not conservative, it's not liberal. It's just information, as I've told you many times over. That's why I appreciate the Blaze very much. Very much. They have multiple libertarian and anarchist, uh, anarchist uh, voices on that platform. So I appreciate them. Thank you. I will continue to promote them because of that. All right. The Blaze, April 17th. The social media account for Yingling Brewery, the oldest brewery in the United States. That's remarkable. I did know that. I keep forgetting that because, quite honestly, I just don't drink a lot of beer. I'll have a few sometimes, but, um, you know, just don't. The oldest brewery in the United States. Scored a viral hit against Bud Light with an understated jab, and it truly was, as, as we've read it before. It was clearly a strike at Bud Light, which is awesome. I mean, it's great. But uh, they didn't have to go overt with it. And this is so, this is what's so phenomenal with this social media movement and with these types of uh, promotional ideas. You don't even have to take a direct swipe. You don't have to take a direct and concrete position on any issue whatsoever. You don't. Which what, it makes the Bud Light Stance so stupid. That's why, because you didn't need to. You are already the leading beer company in the country, regardless of what that smooth brain, wrinkle free person had to say that I talked about last week. It's a failing brand. We got to get away from the frat boy. What are you talking about? No, it's not whatsoever. Not a failing brand. Anheuser-Busch infuriated many of its fans when trans transgender TikTok activist Dylan Mulvaney, who's not transgender, this is a person just seeking fame, period, point blank, full stop. They are not a trans person. They just want to be famous, and they got it because morons on the internet elected him to be famous. It was pushed by the algorithm, which is an absolute decay, right? So I, and just for clarification, uh, I am not someone who wants TikTok banned whatsoever. You can make all the dumb excuses in the world. Every single platform that you have, every single app on your phone tracks and utilizes your data. Every single one of them. It's an absolutely horrendous excuse to try and ban TikTok just because they're harvesting data. That's absolutely absurd. <clears throat> All right, continuing, because I'm running my mouth a little bit too much. And now, uh, Dylan, uh, TikTok activist Dylan Mulvaney announced a partnership with Bud Light to celebrate Mulvaney's gender transition, which did not happen because that is not possible, for the March Madness basketball tournaments. Yingling took a bottle... Nope. 
Yingling took oh I see. Yingling took advantage of the controversy by tweeting a simple message with a photograph of the United States flag and a bottle of its beer. The tweet garnered more than 4.8 million impressions despite having only about 89,000 followers on the social media account. Many of the social media many on social media applauded Yingling for issuing the patriotic advi- uh, advertisement while Bud Light fought with its critics and still is fighting. You guys are morons. Now I have another discussion about that because I firmly believe that Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch rather, because Anheuser-Busch is the overarching, like, you know, mother company, right? There's an ESG aspect to this. Do not forget that whatsoever. Don't let any outlet conservative liberal or otherwise, try to convince you of anything else. There's an environmental, social justice, and governance aspect to this. It is a social credit score for corporations and businesses. I <laughs> uh, did it in the microphone again. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there is the aspect 100%. That's why they did not and have not issued an apology whatsoever. All right, the tweet garnered more than 4.8 million impressions. I said that already. Many on social media applauded Yingling. I said that as well. The Yingling Brewery made headlines in 2016 when its owner, Richard Yingling Jr., publicly endorsed then-candidate Donald Trump for president. Some of the left were outraged at this endor- at his endorsement, and the controversy led to some gay bars banning Yingling from being served. Okay, fair. I like it. You don't like what that company has to say or their endorsements politically. Don't buy that brand. I ain't buying your brand. I'm fully endorsed. Fully endorsed. You don't like that Yingling openly endorsed a political candidate? Don't buy their brand. Having the same argument on Twitter today about Disney. Maybe you should just shut your mouth on politics, both of you, Disney and Yingling, and well, all three of you, everybody. Sell your product to the people that buy your product. Focus on your demographic. This is capitalism. This is free market. This is how you make money in a real, in prosperous, financially secure society, so far as we are still prosperously, prosperously and financially secure, that, that is up for debate. Oh man! So just shut your mouth, Yingling. Shut your mouth, Bud Light. Shut your mouth, Disney. Sell your product and focus on your core customer. Leave politics alone. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. Now to the more wild story, which is completely. Yeah. I mean, mean, maybe some of you will believe this. It's absolutely real, but wild. And we're going to speed through this because um, quite honestly, I don't know what to say. This is incredible. Couple uses guillotine to aren't alive themselves in sacrificial fire ritual. 
Unreal. This is from the Blaze, April 18th, today. A man and wife from India used a guillotine-like mechanism to decapitate themselves as part of a ritualistic sacrifice, according to Yahoo News. A guillotine is a mechanism historically used for beheading, using a blade plummeting down into a fixture where the victim's head and neck are placed. This just continues to get wilder. Stick with me. It's very short. As you can see, it's not even a full page full page long. It's just unbelievable. I mean, we are entering the depths of just absolute despotism. It's crazy. Police said that very complicated name and his wife, Hansabin, died by decapitation by a homemade bladed mechanism inside their hut. The pair is said to have prepared a fire altar before beheading themselves and designed their guillotines so that their dismembered heads would roll into the fire altar to complete the ritual. I mean, they literally, they, they went all out. They thought this through from top to bottom. I guess, impressive? Kudos for the hard work? Yeah, I don't know what to think about this. It's all over the place. But wow, in Hinduism, according to the report, fire is thought to play a significant role in worship rituals. Quote, the couple first prepared a fire altar before putting their heads under a guillotine-like mechanism held by a rope, end quote, said a police sub-inspector, according to the Hinduistan Times. Hinduistan Times. Yeah, I said that right. Didn't read that before, so... Hey, look, you get to experience it in real time like I do. <laughs> I just some of this stuff I was just literally copy paste, copy pasta, and then printed out the entire article. This is one of them because it's so short, right? Outstanding Hinduist Hindustan Times. Hindustan Times. Hindustan Times. Yeah, that's gotta be it. Quote: As soon as they released the rope, an iron blade fell on them, severing their heads, which rolled into the fire. In quote, the inspector said, a suicide note was recovered from the scene, which reportedly urged the couple's relatives to take care of their parents and children. Well, what? 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 So if you don't know, this is one of my biggest beefs with the negative drawback. Probably, uh, I would say the second or first, hard to, hard to tell, biggest negative drawback from the Industrial Revolution. We abandoned the multi-generational household. That may be the most important aspect of the negative effect that the industrial revolution had on America. Now you've lost generational knowledge from grandparents to parents, to children, to grand grandchildren, <clears throat> excuse me, grandchildren. That's enormous loss, enormous loss. Cause you know what, you know what those people knew how to do in the twenties, grow their own food. You know what else they, you know what else they knew how to do? Get their own medicine, harvest their own medicine from out in the fields. I've been following a lot of lots and lots and lots of accounts on TikTok about how you can harvest your own food, grow, or I'm sorry, grow and harvest your own food, harvest your own medicine, which you could also grow and harvest, you know, homesteading. Multi-generational households is at 
worst, the second leading damaging effect of the Industrial Revolution. I would say probably the first or maybe those two things are tied for first place. Um, the multi-generational household and outsourcing your political power to state actors. Oh, you look and sound like what I want to hear. So you take care of my issues. Never. We were never in a position to do that. Not one time ever, ever. We were always under a strict mandate to make sure that all of the politics in the political arena was dominated by who? You guessed it. We the people. Period. Full stop. All right. Let's continue. My goodness. Anyway, I say that to say, uh, you know, these people, they, they unalive themselves. And now they, they, they again, India promotes a multi-generational household. So now they're the, the victims of the, I don't know what you want to call them. Anyway, the victims of this scenario have let their parents in a position to take care of their, of their grandchildren, which will be the kids of the people that unalive themselves. It's completely selfish. Completely selfish. Suicide always is. It always is. It's unfortunate. And, and I completely empathize. You know, I, do, I don't understand it because I don't deal with anything like that personally. I could not ever imagine that. I, I'm somebody who's like kind of a masochist. I mean, I got a freaking full sleeve plus other tattoos and I've been through the trenches in addiction and jail time and all of that. I'm somebody who's like almost wanting pain. I, I cannot understand that. It does not comprehend to me whatsoever. But you left your family in dire pain and your parents to take care of your kids. So your parents to take care of their grandchildren. For what? Some ritualistic how, how um, what religion on earth would promote? And if it does, don't, don't follow it. Would promote you unaliving yourself so that your the rest of your family is left to pick up the pieces? My God. All right, let's keep going. Where, where, where did I leave off? The suicide note. A suicide note was recovered from the scene, which reportedly urged the couple's relatives to take care of their parents and children. The case was registered as an accidental death. What? According to the Indian outlet, how? They left a suicide note. The couple lived on a farm in the state of whatever that is, India, which has a population of over 60 million. How on earth? Can you determine that to be an accidental death? When they left their suicide note. Oh, my God. According to Yahoo, official data shows that more than 100 cases of ritualistic human sacrifice have been reported in India between 2014 and 2021. So only a little bit over 100 cases of this in 
freaking seven years, if my math is right. Yeah, I mean, it is perfect. 2014 to 2021. Typically, the sacrifices are killing others. Well, what? And not suicide, CBS News reported. Five men were arrested in early April of 2023 for a human sacrifice that was carried out in 2019. A woman was beheaded at a temple in a state capital and was meant to be an offering, quote-unquote, to the temple goddess. The report states that while 12 people were involved in the murder, five were accused of planning the crime. My goodness. I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Look, there's a lot of people that follow this channel, that follow me, that watch the show, etc., etc. They're not religious. Uh, a lot of them atheistic, agnostic, you know, whatsoever. But if you're a person that's, you know, a religious person and your religion is asking or requiring of you to willfully unalive yourself, right? Not the same as I will die for my religion if somebody threatens me with my life but that you'll voluntarily do it like a kamikaze style, which is, that's what that is. No, that's the wrong religion. Wrong, 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 wrong. Now, if you have a knife or a gun to your head and says, I want you to denounce said religion and you don't, that's a completely different story on every level, on every level. Anyway, we'll leave it right there. Thank you for hanging out. I love you all very, very much. I will see you probably. I was supposed to take the week off, and I just couldn't because I love hanging out with you. Um, I'll probably see you tomorrow. Same Cajun time, same Cajun channel. Please like, share, subscribe. I'll see you tomorrow. Love you. I'm out. Galatians 2.20.